Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis. This is Cats at Night, the 5 o'clock show. The number one show at 5 o'clock. You tune in to us, you'll find out what's really going on. In the studio, we got Judge Weinberg. We have former assistant director of the FBI in charge of New York, uh, George Venizelos. Former chief uh, deputy mayor, Rudy uh, Washington. And we're going to have, this is going to be breaking news, we're going to have Judge Napolitano on with some breaking news of what's going on in Washington. And former Mayor Rudy Giuliani will be listening to this and commenting on it right after that. Let's go to Judge Napolitano. Breaking news, WABC. With us today is Judge Andrew Napolitano, and uh, he's one smart guy, and uh, he's going to tell us a little bit more what's going on in uh, Mar-a-Lago. Judge, how are you today? Well, I'm, I'm fine, John. It's always a pleasure to be with you, no matter what we're talking about. There have been a lot of developments since the execution of the search warrant uh, on the former president's home for about 12 hours on Monday. But the, the latest that we know uh, is that uh, at least 20 files uh, were removed by the FBI that were marked top secret and some were marked SAP, which are for initial initials for select access procedure, that's the highest that there is. That, those are documents that only about 12 people in the government, among whom is the president, can actually see. Give us, give us that word again. Select access procedure. S and is only a 12 is people. Apple, P is in Peter. So if it says top secret SAP. That is the absolute most secret that the government has. That would be something like the design of a nuclear weapon, information which, if it got into the wrong hands, could, could cause death or could cause uh, immediate and irreparable harm to the national security. The president, the former president, doesn't apparently, now I don't know that he's actually seen these things recently, but as of, as of what he was saying on uh, Friday afternoon and into the weekend, he doesn't deny uh, that he had these. He asserts that he declassified them. Now, under the law, the President of the United States can declassify anything, even SAP. But in order to do so, he must do it in front of two witnesses. It must be memorialized in an executive order, and he must physically sign the document declassified, sign it with his signature, and date it. Now, we don't know if that was done. The FBI knows if that was done because they have uh, the original documents. However, well, Judge, were those FBI, those FBI agents were not part of the 12 select people in the world that could see them. So did they actually have, did they actually read them? Was that a violation? Right, so that, Was that a, a violation of the law? This question comes up in a, in a court of law all the time. 
it's illegal to possess cocaine, but when the cops arrest a cocaine dealer, they are physically possessing it. So there's an exception for law enforcement to deal with the, uh, the product or the item that no one's allowed to touch. The FBI agents are permitted and their uh, federal prosecutor bosses are permitted to examine the documents to make sure that they are, in fact, SAP or top secret, and then to determine whether or not they've actually uh, been classified. That is breaking news. I mean, uh, I'm not sure anybody else has uh, uh, said it the way you have been saying it. Uh, what else you want? What else would you like to tell people? I'll tell you what I'd like people to know. What happened to Donald Trump on Monday happens every day of the week in the United States of America. If his name were Donald Jones instead of Donald Trump, we wouldn't know it. The government breaks down doors, and the government uses excessive force. In this case, they didn't break down the doors because the Secret Service let them in. But the government conducts these kinds of searches every day. It's Gestapo-like, and they, they fail to use less, lesser violent procedures. Now, in this case, the government did serve a subpoena from a grand jury, but they apparently had a tipster, somebody inside Mar-a-Lago, because that person apparently said to the FBI that the, um, the president, the former president, failed to surrender everything that was commanded by the grand jury, and there's still some top-secret stuff in his safe, and here's where the safe is. Uh, that that otherwise there's no way the FBI would have known that. Understood. Anything else you'd like to tell the people? I think we've pretty much uh, covered it, John. You know, the 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 facts are are coming out so quickly uh, in these cases. In my opinion, uh, the Attorney General has already decided to ask the grand jury to indict the president. I don't think they would have gone through this 50-person search of his home. Uh, unless they had enough evidence with which to indict them, indict him. And this is terrible that he's going to be indicted, but I believe he will be, because the attorney general would, would lose so much face he'd have to resign if he authorized this kind of a raid uh, without uh, enough evidence to move forward. So it comes down, either Donald Trump gets indicted or the attorney general is impeached for doing it. I think he'd, uh, he'd voluntarily uh, leave. I don't know how Joe Biden, who's administration, of course, is one of the worst in, in the modern era. I don't know how they could keep him uh, if there's no there there. The documents I want to see and the public will salivate over are the affidavits submitted by the FBI to Judge Reinhardt. So those affidavits are sent in in advance. The judge reviews the affidavits. If he thinks there's garbage, he says goodbye. If he thinks they're real, he says come in. So he said, this looks real. Come in. Two FBI agents and two federal prosecutors, one from uh, Miami and one from Washington, came in. The judge then, under oath, in the privacy of his chambers, interrogated these two FBI agents who gave him even more information. Whatever they told him is obviously in, uh, reduced to writing, uh, and that's uh, what induced him to sign the warrant. They then waited for five days until... The president, the former president, was in New Jersey. They didn't want to confront him. They wanted to. They wanted to execute the search warrant when he wasn't there. So I want to see the affidavits that these FBI agents signed, 
and the transcript of the questions and answers from Judge Reinhardt to these FBI agents in his chambers. I agree with you, and we'll talk again real soon when we know more. Thank you so much, Judge Napolitano. Any Anytime, John. All the best to you. And now we have Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Uh, uh, Mayor Giuliani, what say you about these new revelations? Hey, you think, what's more likely, Donald Trump getting indicted or... Or uh, Merrick Garland Garland getting impeached. Well, first thing I should say, with all due respect to Judge Napolitano, I don't really think he knows the facts. Okay, tell us the facts. I don't think anybody would tell him the facts. Uh, uh, The the reality is that uh, Donald Trump had already had these uh, documents examined for uh, under the subpoena. They had been there on May 25th. They had looked over all the documents. They had asked that they be secured further uh, because they were trying to make up their minds as to what they wanted. Uh, Second, this could not have been a matter of urgency the way the judge pretends. Otherwise, why would the magistrate why why would the magistrate uh, give them 17 days uh, to um, to execute this? I've never heard of it. I'm sorry, 11 days. He signed it on the 6th, and he gave them until the 17th of August to execute it. Whenever I did an emergency or important uh, warrant, it was either within 24 hours or forthwith. So if these documents are as uh, seriously um, uh, implicate national security as the judge suggests, although he's never seen them, no magistrate in the world would give you a week and a half to go find them. And not only that, when the FBI got the warrant, they were only an hour away from Mar-a-Lago. Donald Trump was not there over the weekend. And they took the weekend off. And they executed the warrant on Monday morning, which indicates it was not a matter of great— I've never heard of a law enforcement agency taking the weekend off, executing a warrant of, you know, of great urgency. I mean, if it were a warrant for drugs, you'd execute it right away. Uh, and if, the, if these are documents that, my God, if somebody sees it, the judge sort of suggests the world's going to blow up. Uh, these agents had to be terribly negligent not to execute it immediately, which says to me that this is another one of the usual thing. I mean, the, the judge says, well, if he doesn't indict him, he'll have to resign. Hey, hey, he searched me a year and a half ago. He hasn't indicted me and he hasn't resigned. Mm. Right. And we, we have in the, in the studio also uh, former assistant director in charge of New York, George Venizelos. George, what say you? Of the FBI. Hi, Mayor. How are you? How are you? Good. I I hear what you're saying. I think I think you're right on point with some of your what you're saying about what the the judge said. You know, um, no. Not your judge. Judge Napolitano. Napolitano. Yeah. <laughs> Room was left to my reputation. Yeah, so judge Weinberg has just had a heart attack. Um. <laughs> we were wondering, uh, how is it possible for Judge Napolitano I, to know all this? And yeah, just a little much. And by the way, it's for everyone here, former President Trump, he did po- uh, put out a tweet to Truth Social. He said regarding this, he said, number one, it was all declassified. Number two, they didn't need to seize anything. They could have had it anytime they wanted well, without playing politics. Yeah, according to... The- that this was new information that somebody swore was never turned over. It was 
and it was put away in some secret closet, etc. But back et in June, they came to but look I at think, everything. I think they have to disclose. But no, but there, there's an undercover person in there that that told some things to the judge. And the, Judge Weinberg, what say you? Uh, Mr. Mayor, I wonder if, if you agree with me. It seems to me we really don't know anything until we were able to look at the uh, supporting affidavit and support the, the validity of the person didn't doing the affidavit. 100%. This is kind of a, a, a little bit of a tease. Uh, the return on a warrant tells you nothing. It just tells you what they seized. It doesn't tell you what reasons did they have. Were they good reasons, bad reasons? Was the informant uh, credible? Nope. I mean, I, and the FBI in this case has a history of lying, uh, making things up. And uh, as Rand Paul said uh, earlier today, he wouldn't be surprised if they planted things there. I, it, I, would I, not be, it would not be unlike their conduct in the, uh, in, the, in, in, the, in the case with the Steele affidavit. I mean, they presented an affidavit they knew to be false. Never bothered to corroborate it. And, uh, and, you know, so, and boss, this is Rudy. And they signed off on that in front of the FISA court. Uh, and, and I'm very disappointed that they weren't hauled into uh, S- Supreme Court by Judge Roberts, Supreme Court Justice Roberts, and made them answer for that. I, you, maybe know. They, you know, they get away with it once, they get away with it twice. And plus, they picked a judge that makes no sense. They didn't pick a judge, they pick a magistrate. Uh, and, and, when the, and when Judge Napolitano says this happens every day, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. The President of the United States has never been searched, ever. In 230 years of history, this is the first time that a president has ordered or his administration the uh, search or a criminal proceeding against his predecessor. That's kind of what they do in banana republics, Nazi countries, socialist countries. I mean, this, this never happened before in our history. Boss, this is Rudy and, again. And to, go to, and, and to go to a non-Article three judge, a magistrate, who was a close friend of Epstein— who just recused himself from a Hillary Clinton case. And I'm, my guess is they did some judge shopping here. Uh, there's some credit, uh, Mayor, there's some, there's some credibility problems here, and that's why we have to find out. Uh, Rudy Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I, wanted, I wanted to ask, ask, ask my boss, uh, who packs up the president uh, when he moves out? General Service Administration? Uh, of course. I mean, he doesn't uh, do it. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't do it. I mean, he doesn't move all of his clothings and everything. Uh, generals, they pack up those boxes and send it to Mar-a-Lago. I mean, and they knew it was there in June. Uh, they could have easily, you know, just said, we're taking this with us, and it would have been of no moment. So, I, yeah, I mean, I, the thing, uh, what Judge Weinberg said is really true. I mean, the only thing that would give this justification is between May or June and now, something happened that changed a cordial relationship that seemed to be working where they were producing everything. You can't produce it all at once. There's too much. And they started to believe that something was going to be destroyed or something was going to be taken away. And the thing that makes that unlikely is they move so slowly. If you thought that would happen, you'd go get a warrant. The minute you got the warrant, you'd rush to the place and you'd go grab it. You wouldn't wait a weekend. 
to do it. But, um, Mayor, Mayor Giuliani, according to the Washington Post, that a source, an informant came forward, and that's why they even had to search Melania's underwear drawer. Uh, but we don't know who this informant is and what's going on, and then they're claiming nuclear codes, according to the Washington Post, but we just saw the warrant, and they're saying that he could be guilty of espionage, uh, espionage, which is basically spying. Yeah, well, sure, yeah, and urinating on a bed. Right. We, we've already had that one in an FBI warrant. Right. Well, well, you know, you, you know, uh, they have a history here. We can't ignore their history. They have a history of the most blatant, ridiculous lying that has embarrassed the United States government. Uh, you know, I can boss, assure you that President Trump was not involved in espionage. Last night I had dinner with one of my close friends, Robert Chin, and he said they can't let the president back in office because if he if they do, he's Darth Vader and people are going to jail to expect anything. Anything is possible now. People are fighting for their lives because they know that uh, Donald Trump uh, learned his lessons from the first time around, and he won't make the same mistakes the second time around. So people are desperate. They're going to do whatever they have to do to try well, to stop him. The swamp them. is the swamp. Oh, Let me yeah. tell you something. I don't think anybody can deny that there's a lot of crap going on in Washington. And... Uh, it's a permanent government. George Venizelos, you've been in law enforcement for 28 years. There's a lot of crap going on, and I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not putting my finger on anything in particular. Yeah, well, well D.C.'s D.C. D.C. is is a swamp. I'll, I'll give you that. But um, I, I will, well, what I will never give anybody is the integrity of, of the agents. You know, everybody has different experiences, um, but they're. Their integrity is up there. There not, will be no yeah, planting George, of we're evidence. Not talking, we're not talking about the average agent doing his or her job. What we're talking about is the political operatives who are running these agencies. Well, you know, Rudy, I, I, I think we should all, the, Rudy Giuliani, we'll all have a meeting in, on our show one time, maybe next week. I would and like just, to do that. And I, you know, I, I agree with that. I, I, I hope you don't think that I think that this means that every FBI agent. Oh, no, definitely not. Believe it, and just the opposite. I mean, I've I've worked with the FBI all my life. I was honored to be elected G Man of the Year six years ago by the former <laughs> FBI yes. Association. And I think the overwhelming majority of FBI agents are yeah. some of the bravest, best people in this country. I think you got a you got a couple of really bad bad people. At the in any no, in any in organization, you always have a few bad. Apples. You know, John, I got a saying for you: Show me the man, and I will find the crime. You know who said that? Stalin. I think think you just said the right thing. There's a big difference here between Washington and New York. Absolutely. It wasn't the Hillary Clinton case. Right. The people in New York, and I'm going to, people in New York thought it was a fix. The the agents in New York thought it was a fix. They put a lot of work into that in New York. Well, Rudy Giuliani, have a great weekend. Thank you for your input. And next week, we'll all get together and we'll really explore and find out the truth. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend, uh, Mayor Giuliani. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you. Uh, let's take a break, and we're going to come back with Larry Kudlow to find out how the heck is the economy. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Wow, the music, music. Now, you're supposed to pay the cavalry song, not this song, not that. Where's the cavalry? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I want I want Larry Cudlow. I <laughs> want Larry, Larry Cudlow on the to line. feel at home. Larry, what's <laughs> going on with the economy? Are we going to survive? Yeah, we'll survive, John. But I'll tell you what. Um, 
first of all, the House floor is about to vote on this terrible bill called the Inflation Reduction Act. It does not reduce inflation. It increases spending enormously, and it increases it increases taxes during a recession. And it also continues the war against fossil fuels, which will wind up raising prices for uh, gasoline, not reducing it. There's a $50 billion uh, EPA bank, a government bank run by the Environment Protection Agency. Where do you think that money is going to go to? It's not going to go to fossil fuels. Trust me on that. And middle and lower income people are going to wind up paying the brunt of this IRS uh, 87,000 agent assault. And if you look at the website, uh, the postings for jobs, you have to have a gun. You have to be ready for violent action. Lord knows this is the worst piece of. And Larry, we, we got some I've new news been. today that uh, you might not know about it is the fact that these 80,000, 87,000 IRS agents are going to become a member of the unions. And the unions were also pushing this, the, 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 the situation. This is the yeah, ultimate well, feather betting. Yes. The ultimate no, feather betting. We reported that uh, a couple days ago. Yeah, I mean, the, the the Treasury Union, which will run the IRS, they'll join that, gives about 99% of their money to Democratic candidates. So, yeah, that's a form. And of what's the other well. breaking news today, Lydia, on the ICE? on Right, that they're looking to a Biden administration abolishes the ICE labor union. Um, Biden administration delivered a death sentence to the labor organization that represents thousands of employees at ICE, um, a race to national 7, ICE council. Employees. 7, so 7,600 members. Any, any ICE employee that has a big mouth on, on your show is going to get fired. Well, you know, it, it's a sort of a priorities if you think about it. They <laughs> didn't put money in to the various border agents, and they did put uh, $250 billion into these new IRS agents, which what are they going to do? They're going to go after the gig economy, Uber drivers, waitresses, mall, unincorporated businesses. That's what the tax tables show. It's going to be the middle and lower middle income people that pay the bulk of this. So, yeah, I mean, this is just a matter of very bad priorities. I mean, you know, this business about IRS underreporting, the problem with, with this is not – you can have a million IRS agents, but your tax code is so complicated, nobody understands it. You could line up 10 tax accountants, and each one would have a different interpretation of various tax rules. And no matter how many agents you bring on, you're not going to solve the problem of an overly complex tax code. That's why you need a nice, simple – low-rate, flat tax. Make it as simple as possible. In fact, Americans love simplification, and the Congress has got to deliver on that. That's the solution. But it's a very bad bill. It's a bill that actually over time uh, will not solve inflation and may well increase inflation. And it also imposes drug price controls. So when your pharmaceutical companies, you know, when they develop life-saving drugs, the launch prices are going to have to be a lot higher. Uh, because of overall price controls. Um, we thought we learned that lesson in the 1970s, but apparently we have not. So none of this is any good. And, you know, to the other discussion about Trump, I mean, look, it's very disheartening to see law enforcement uh, used, I think, for political aims. I mean, I don't know, you went talking about with Rudy, 
Uh, it's the upper echelon of the FBI, but it's the political people in the Justice Department. I mean, you look at the warrant. The warrant doesn't tell you very much, but what it does mention is hiding and obstructing documents. Well, Trump gave them the documents last June. <laughs> they had access to all these documents, and they were cooperating. And then there's an accusation in the warrant about espionage. I mean, this is like, you remember they said Trump was a Russian mole back in 2016? I mean, this is just a fishing expedition to stop the guy from running for president. They're trying to figure out a way to develop a conspiracy uh, trial with the January 6th committee. This is just crazy stuff. It's demoralizing. Larry, we got less than a minute left. Uh, Tell us what you want to tell the American people for this weekend. Oh, (laughs) look, our show is going to cover all these topics. Um, Larry Larry is on every Saturday from 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock on WABCradio.com, 770 on your dial, and WLIR. And Larry, you're going to be talking about this tomorrow? Keep it right here. The Lou Dobbs report is coming up. And we'll also be speaking with Leora Levy, Tom Gretsch, and Dr. Mikolos. Cats at night. This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Well, we're back, and we had a very exciting half hour, and uh, I apologize to our friend uh, Larry Kudlow for cutting it short, but uh, we have a new rule in control booth that we may change the rule. <laughs> that we have uh, to do be you know the owner? Certain time. Do you know a guy that maybe could, yeah. could change I that rule? I think we should talk I, to the owner about this. Yeah. Well, there's some other breaking news by I'm CNN. Very, I'm very upset about that, John. Okay. Well, we, we you cut just off Larry Kudlow, which we shouldn't have done. And uh, CNN and has H- come up with a lot of crap right now. Well, The Hill, everybody. It's not just CNN. Well, tell, tell us what it says. Well, they're saying that investigators, um, they have an inventory of documents seized during the search, lays out 11 different sets of classified documents, including one set of documents as top secret, sensitive, compartmentalized information. And they're also saying that he could be a spy. They yeah, use the word now, espionage. Is anybody, is anybody in America that has a, a half a brain at least think that Donald Trump is a spy? They waited two years. I mean, come on. Almost two break. years. It's absolutely and outrageous. CNN is coming out with that crap? Well, I mean, not, you have to be extra stupid know, to watch oh, no. CNN then. Well, they're full but, of crap. But they're going fairness, by what the, the president just called in. You know what he said? In fairness, to CNN and the other report, that's what they put in there in that's, their search warrant. That's what they that said, they, the codes, it, the so statutes. It has to do with the Justice Department using Correct. that word in you the search like warrant. It's absolutely in the search warrant. We have the warrant. We have the receipt for what I they seized. I want to see the supporting affidavit yeah. that says that that former president is I guilty of spying. I want to see who signed the affidavit. That said that uh, that the president is hiding X, Y, and what, Z. What, can I ask George a, a, a question? A, a, George, a, your former FBI top New York sorry. office, this and that. Say you found out that a suspect had allegedly, an informant told you he had nuclear codes, right? Or he had something really explosive. But they change the nuclear codes every day. But would you wait two but, years or even a uh, weekend to go search his house? Th- this, And they took the weekend off. That's what I'm That's saying. The judge signed it on a Friday. And they took the weekend off and went on Monday. And yet this this information was so sensitive, well, warranting is, espionage. This is the change in a society that is driving investigators and the FBI crazy. Everybody is trying to 
investigate the case on on the air, whether it's CNN, whether it's Fox, you know, on both sides. Yeah. You know, and, and they're just trying to do their job and, and, and be under the radar, which is impossible when you have a, a, a subject like, but, uh, George, like the president. But, you know, George, uh, we were dragged. This country was dragged through this for three years under the Mueller investigation with some of the. It was all a lot of BS. Yes. It was yeah. all a lot of BS. So I want to tell the American people out there, until you get 100% of the facts, right. don't listen to the BS that's being spread right. around. What's sad is these are just allegations. A search does not mean you're guilty of anything. So it's, it's possible search. they could do this search, this this yeah. raid, and yeah. nothing comes of it? Yeah. But, yeah. but my God, the against the president? And where does the man go to get great. his reputation back? Right. Well, Rudy Giuliani says they did a search on me two years ago, and 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 and, and, and still nothing. I, I think we still wait nothing. to see what the information is at the end. If they have information, they have to follow up, go in and, and see what's in there. And at the end of the day, when they have all the facts put together, they decide what to do. I mean, they make they make they make the former president look like crap. Yes, that's, the front that's... page of the Washington Post, the New York Times, right. the Hill. My they God, keep they're using the word. John, John, the fact of the matter is, the word espionage. That's right. Is a hot button. If you're name. found guilty of that, it's like of treason. Like saying rape. Yeah, it's worse because you, you could be put rape. to death for. That's yeah, right. but you got to look at the what that violation is. Well, you let's just, get, I understand yeah. Leora Levy is on and she's on next. She did a big win and she got a big boost thanks to uh, former President Trump, who gave her a call himself. Leora Levy, you are an outsider now coming into the fray. You're coming up against uh, Dick Blumenthal. He's been an incumbent since 2011, and as John would say, if you vote for Blumenthal, that means you agree with everything Biden's doing for the country. If you vote for Leora Levy, they're up in Connecticut. It, it means you want common sense. And John, is this the guy that said he went to Vietnam and didn't go? Yeah, that's that's, that's the woman. Oh, oh. Leora Levy, welcome back to Cats it's at Night, and congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be with you. But I'm really concerned about what's happening. What CNN is alleging, I, it's uh, incredible. It is not credible. I agree with with you. And uh, this this is more of the. Russia, 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 collusion, myth, and lies that they have been spreading about Trump, President Trump, since he, since the day he won the election. Since the day he came I mean, down that first, escalator. Won the ele- right, since he came down the escalator 2016 and won the 2016 election. I, I, it's so much, you know, we have to find out the truth all the time. People have to just wait sometimes. But how can these people put in, in the front page of the Washington Post and the New York Times and try to give it credibility when we don't have all the facts. Well, because they're going by what the Department of Justice laid out in the warrant. That's exactly right. They use the, they use the charge under Espionage Act, and that's what they're jumping off of. And the question becomes, what do they have in a supporting affidavit that shows that there's any kind of espionage, but any kind of spying? But what's concerning, and Leora Levy, I'm sure you can agree with this, is you have some analysts already condemning the president instead of saying, let the investigation progress, like you said, George, and let's find out the facts well, before we condemn and convict somebody. And in this, in this country, we have due process. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, maybe maybe we have due process. Lately, lately, has that been so well? That. Yeah. Now, the other thing that was brought up, they, they're going to pass this law and they're going to hire 87,000 IRS agents to go after the middle class. Now, 
The only way we can they, they the new Congress, if we have a majority in in Congress and a majority in the Senate, they can stop the the uh, the funding of this uh, this this crap. Yeah, for, they sure they're putting can, billions I, into that and not billions into the border and other crises like the drug crisis and so many other things that are plaguing our nation. They don't have to right. pass. They don't have to pass a law. They don't have to pass a modification rescission. All they have to do is defund it. They like the That's word correct. defund. So, Leona Levy, you better win. Yeah. We need fifty-one <laughs> you votes. You yep. bet. And I'm asking the American people throughout the country: elect Republicans. Let's send not just a one-vote majority to the Senate and a five-vote majority to the House. Let's send real majorities, veto-proof majorities, so we can not only stop it, we can reverse it. That's what what has to happen. Rudy Washington, you look like you're contemplating. Rudy Washington, Deputy Mayor under Rudy Giuliani is here. You look like you're contemplating. I see you uh, visualizing. Well, no, I'm just sitting back thinking of all, you know, what what about the laptop, George? I mean. Oh, uh, he's still going. Yeah, I'm still stuck on that, you know. What about the laptop? The laptop. The yeah. hard drive. Yeah. The hard drive. Hillary's hard drive. I never. I, document. I, I never. Phone. I never heard the term bleach bit until, <laughs> until 30,000 emails that were under subpoena. Those are all just emails for Chelsea's wedding. Oh, okay. Come on now, Rudy. Rudy, It's about the appetizers and the sushi rolls. Listen, listen. The one thing I'm going to say, I don't care Democrats, I don't care Republicans, I want equal justice for all. That's all I stand for. That's all anybody wants. That's what's bothering me, John. I mean, what's happening to our country? You know, yeah. we, we, we I, have I a have problem. One more question. Mm-hmm. I have another question. Merrick Garland said that Biden knew nothing. Oh, well, that's true. Oh. That's true. He knows nothing. Well, Ron Klain knew. was not told, then who is running our country? I agree with you 100%. Ron Klain knew. Rest assured. The White he House he did. Of course. Susan Rice knew. Of yeah. course. So you don't think that they went forward on this without somebody in the White House giving it a green light, do you? <laughs> if I did something that, like that. That, that, <laughs> that strange credulity. Laura, Leora Levy, you're running yes. for the United States Senate. Give me the most important thing in your heart why people should vote for you. Look, Dick Blumenthal is a rubber stamp for Joe Biden. All the bad policies, the failed policies that have made life unaffordable for Connecticut families, the the high grocery bills, the high the record high gas prices, the lawlessness and, and increasing crime in our communities, the invasion at the border and the assault on parental rights. Blumenthal has rubber stamped every single policy. He has been in office for almost 40 years. So I hate to say this because I'm a middle-of-the-road person, Leora. You know that. I I try to give equal rights to Democrats and Republicans. But in this particular case, I think you've got to vote for Republicans for almost everybody. You know why? Uh, Otherwise, you're not going to have a balance of power in Washington. Absolutely. Right. We got some breaking news. The Democrats, they got the bill through. A landmark election year. Biden went, yep. Uh, They pushed it through. The the Dems pushed it through the House. This will damage our economy. I know you just had my friend Larry Kudlow on. This is exactly the opposite of what we should be doing. It's going to put 
more spending. It's going to be less productions. We're going to have more inflation. It's going to kill private sector jobs, 30,000 of them. It's going to create these 87,000 lowest learners who are armed to go after the middle class in America. It's going to increase You're right. the... the Laura, um, it's gonna, yes. I want you to go out and start campaigning. You only got oh boy, 75 ever? days to go. Go out there and fight, 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 and, and fight for America. Thank you so much, and we'll have you, you on again real soon. Thank you so much, John. I really appreciate it. Great to be with you. Thank you. And now we're going to go uh, to New York. Right. They're trying to... They're trying to kill New York. And they, and if this congestion pricing thing goes through, they will kill New York. And like it did to London. We have the head of the Chamber of, uh, of Commerce in, in Queens. Uh, we have Tom Gretsch. How are you, Tom? Hello, John. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on the program today. Originally, you were pro uh, uh, congestion pricing. But I think you – how do you say it? You have seen the light. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, John, we were kind of on the fence, and it was all predicated on what the numbers would be. We found it very, very hard to be pro or con, not knowing what the actual tolls would be. And the numbers that came out earlier this week were mind-blowing. You know, over 90% of the goods and services coming into New York City come in by truck. And while it could be argued that individual automobiles, the drivers of those cars, could find alternative ways, be it bus or train or some other public way to get into work, I don't understand how anybody could put forth a plan that would penalize trucks as well as those that offer goods and services. Uh, we have a number of members that have been ringing off the hook here calling me that own delivery services, elevator repair service companies, people that have 200 or more trucks on the road. How are they supposed to absorb something that by some estimates could be well over 35 or $40 per toll, per, per way, each and every day against those trucks. Well, so as high as $82. To figure this out. $82. And who, John Katzmatidis, who will end up paying that $82? The consumer. Bucks? If they charge my store $82 to deliver, I either go out of business or, ch- or reflect it to the consumer. So this is all a tax, tax, tax to the consumer. And not only that, John, if you have a business here, you begin to think about moving out. Of course. Yeah. Right. Who's coming in? Right. The other piece is Tom and Richard Weinberg. Who's rushing to come in right now? Who's, listen, <laughs> Pete, we're having enough trouble bringing people back. You only have 40% occupancy in the commercial buildings. Retails is dead here. Walk up and down the major avenues. It's dying. The restaurant's dying. You can't get people into the theaters or the concert halls. What I'm saying to you is not just the delivery people, and I, I agree I, with you. I, I want There's to report all the people who come in here. The reason we have Tom Gretsch, we want to report from Queens Give us the report on safety in Queens. Give us the report on um, overall. Yeah, what's the pulse? This, this really is, kind of puts us in a very tough way, right? For, the, for a very, very long time, over 100 years, people used to travel through Queens, right? Back in the 1800s, they would bring food and oysters and so on from Long Island into, into New York City going through Queens. Now it's not a place they necessarily travel through. It's a place they travel to, right, north, south, east, and west. And I am very, very concerned about Queens, again, being the epicenter of the epicenter for something with this congestion pricing. Um, I hear a lot, a lot about the exemptions that are being asked for drivers from New Jersey. And listen, we're all New Yorkers, but when it comes to the exemptions being asked for by New Jersey drivers, it puts us in Queens and the rest of New York 
at a very, very difficult competitive disadvantage. Uh, somebody in the, on the show just mentioned a moment ago about, you know, chasing those businesses and those jobs away. How are folks supposed to absorb the costs for that kind of uh, fee to get their products and services in and out of New York City via Queens? It, it's almost hard to fathom. We're going to look more at the data. It's remarkable. We happen to have MTA um, uh, leader Jano Lieber coming to our chamber in uh, the end of the month, early September, to kind of talk about a whole bunch of things, uh, you know, uh, that the MTA is working on. This will be one of the topics, and he's a really good leader and a really good man, but we're very, very concerned about this. We understand that they're trying to raise a billion dollars. The more and more exemptions, the more and more the price for the congestion pricing goes up. So, again, I look at it as it's another billion dollars being sucked out of the coffers of small businesses and drivers in New York City. And at a certain point, enough is going to be enough. And I don't know what else. Well, we're almost out of time. We're going to keep doing our due diligence. Tom Gresh, we want to have you on again to keep doing the research, keep keep yelling out there. You know, there's an expression, you're mad as hell. I was mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And I think a lot of New Yorkers feel that way, and a lot of Americans feel that way, because a lot of crap is going on. I'd love to come back and address your listeners about this consequential effort. And I understand about congestion, and I understand about all the trials and tribulations. But again, on the backs of small businesses, how much more can these folks take, adding more and more cost to their daily business? We look forward. Uh, Let's take a break. And when we come back, we have Dr. Peter Michalos to tell us that we want to live longer. How do we do it? And Napoleon, dangerous. Keep it right here, Cats at Night. This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night show. We didn't even say TGIF. Thank God it's thank Friday. Thank God it's Friday. My Gosh. God. And this has God been we, some, some Friday show, And thank show, God folks. we got Dr. Mikolos on. We got a new report that they found polio now in traces of wastewater here in New York City. They found it in Rockland County. And the person who had polio in Rockland County, he's now paralyzed. How serious is this, Dr. Mikolos? And should we be worried? Uh, well, I think you have to be worried about a lot of diseases that sometimes can uh, enter the country. None of these cases originated in the United States. We basically knocked it out with vaccination in 1979. There was a case back in 2013, the last case, but then they had these two cases that came from abroad, and they presented in Rockland County. And of all places, Rockland County happens to be a place where it's only 60% vaccinated because there are certain communities there for uh, religious reasons that don't believe in vaccines so uh, the rest of the population has 90 percent vaccination and uh, we have a problem in new york city because 14 percent of kids under five are not vaccinated because of that big anti-vaxxer movement where people think it's associated with autism the problem is when you get polio there is no antiviral there is no treatment and uh, three out of four uh, cases are silent so people spread them. They did find it in all five boroughs in the wastewater. It was found in Orange and Rockland County. So if people start getting it, it's going to be a problem. You can dial 311 in the New York City area or 844-692-4692, and you can get vaccinated or get your child vaccinated because you really have to think twice if you're an anti-vaxxer. 
and the polio vaccine has been around forever. People don't have problems. It works 99% of the time. Is there a way, uh, Dr. Mikolas, we can check to see? Because, I mean, I think I've been vaccinated for polio. Can you check for the antigens to make sure you're like uh, that you're vaccinated and you're protected against it? it? That is not really accurate like it is with measles, mump and uh, rubella. And we have to be aware that uh, we just have to be careful with hand washing. It's very important because it goes fecal oil root. Let's say somebody's the salad maker and they have it. They don't wash their hands properly after going to the bathroom. You can really have super spreader events. That's how polio spread. And so this is like typhoid Mary almost? Uh, Yeah, 35,000 people here were disabled in the 1940s until the mass vaccination started in 1955. So it's a real thing. And that's why it's also with the board of the CDC, when we have legal immigration, we actually get screened. Like 1909, when my great-grandfather came into the United States from Greece in 1909 on Ellis Island, they screened for things. And the CDC has guidelines for syphilis, TB, malaria, hepatitis A, polio, measles, mumps, rubella, HIV, chlamydia. And guess what? And we have to really have a program. Now Judge Judge really Weinberg said something very poignant earlier today, uh, Dr. Mikolos. He said he doesn't believe in coincidences. And the fact that we're seeing a resurgence in these diseases like polio and monkeypox. And coincidentally, we have open a, a mass number open of people coming in that are not vaccinated. Yeah, they're, good. Hmm. They're, good. They're, they're good people. They're not intentionally trying to bring no, of in course diseases. Not. It's just that they need to go through the process and. Our government, you know, our politicians take an oath to protect us from, uh, you know, enemies, foreign and domestic. And that includes viruses and bacteria. So all you have to do is have proper screening, please. Check for people just like in Rikers Island in the old days when I worked there to pay back my med school. And we screened everybody for everything. We found cases of chlamydia, syphilis, gonorrhea every single day. And we protected the public because when they went back out, they got treated. Right now, with the lack of bail reform, People don't even get a shower. They get thrown back into the subway in the street. So we're going to start seeing a resurgence. I predicted you hear it here on WABC in the next five years, unless we make this a public health crisis and start taking a screening more seriously for health matters. We're going to see a resurgence of a lot, a lot of diseases like they're starting to see in places like San Francisco. You know, you can't keep defecating and urinating on the street and not think you're going to start seeing disease spread. That's the bottom line. Dr. Michalos, I was on on Fox uh, at, at noontime today, and they tried to get me to say things about uh, Governor Abbott and Mayor Adams. And the only thing I would say is, look, I'm an immigrant. We want immigration. Well, instead of arguing with Governor Abbott or arguing with the White House, what uh, I think Mayor Adams should do is let's take those people off the buses, have them examined, Make sure they're healthy. Make sure they're not terrorists before releasing them into the population of New York City. Right, and be compassionate and get them the help that they need. Give them the help they need. Yes, John, you make too much sense. I know. Stop. Stop Stop with that. My problem is too much sense. Yes, too much common sense. But also, this is symbolic. It's only like 500 people they send it on a bus. There's 30,000 people a day that are crossing the border illegally. So they're just symbolically trying to say, guys, you know, we need help. And I think that. These border states are crying. Nobody talks about all the hospitals that went out of business in the border states because they're giving out all the free care because we have the MTAL Act, but we have to treat everybody. The obstetrician wards have closed on most of these borders. They can't afford. You can't keep giving out free. Eventually, someone has to pay for all the happiness, and it's affecting the healthcare system, and it's straining the border. border You know, doctor, this is not sustainable. This no. is not sustainable. Well, not. And eventually someone's got to sign the check and someone's got to pay for all the happiness because the joy doesn't come free. So 
you know, we need more people signing the front of the check and uh, too many people signing the back of the check in any society. As Margaret Thatcher said, gentlemen, the problem with socialism is that eventually you run out of other people's money. So uh, God bless America. We pray for our country and we got to have common sense. And that's why we have WABC so you can hear common sense every day. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Mikolos. Thank you. Dr. Mikolos, you're also going to be on on Sunday's show. What are you going to talk about on Sunday? Well, we're going to talk about vitamins and uh, shopping for vitamins and what to look for on the labeling and which vitamins can be potentially toxic and which vitamins you need to get blood tests to make sure you have the proper level. What time was that on, John? Uh, it's going to be on the Cats Roundtable between 8 and 10. But Dr. Michalos is between 9 and 10. Okay. 9 a.m. through 10 a.m. Thank you, Dr. Michalos, for everything you do. And thank you, Judge Weinberg uh, and uh, Rudy Washington, uh, who's related. He's a distant <laughs> cousin of uh, George Washington. I live on Washington Avenue, so oh, there yes, you go. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's named after, Rudy. It's named after you, Rudy. <laughs> and uh, George Venizelos that was here. Thank you, George. And Lydia Serrano, you're going to have a good good weekend yes. with your daughter? Yes, we got a little birthday <clears throat> party tomorrow. And what do we stand for on this show? Truth, Truth justice, justice, and, and the American, American way. way. God bless America, and we need his blessing. Thank you.